I dream of a day when my love loss is renewed. What are dreams if no one is present to share them with you? My visions are dreams that sometimes come true. Even my dreams become deathly afraid of falling in love too. What is a love story without true love? What is true love without real affection and hugs? Hugs without reciprocation are just meaningless acts. A love story is just fictional drama with communication lacks. Energy exchanged between two is a life force you can't take back. How do you keep a derailing hope for love from falling off track? Time passes, we change, our lives become rearranged. Love is strange, it drives some of us insane. Searching for love from the heart, a journey through the frigid cold to the monsoon rains. Master your thoughts, keep the storms of life tame. Once true love remains, your life will never be the same. You know what you can feel, wounds can be healed. From a kiss in the night, two hearts can tell when love is real. Dreamgasm. Welcome to Vit Friends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Vit Friends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For more information about Vit Friends, you can visit us at www.vitfriends.org or you can call us at 844-374-3639. This is a special Valentine's Day relationship podcast. Take a little time to listen to the poetry in the beginning, poetry at the end, but in the middle. We're going to talk about relationships, dating, and just have a good time discussing some of those things that we don't always talk about when we're sitting around the table with our friends, and that's love. So sit back and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. So today is part one of our 2023 uh, relationship discussion. So I have a smaller panel this time, but that's okay because we're still going to have the talk, the discussions about relationships, our thoughts, our feelings, our experiences. I have Millie. How you doing, Millie? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Millie from Hartford, Connecticut. I hope everyone is doing well. Yes, I'm doing well. Well, I was telling Millie earlier, I said my allergies decided to kick in right before the call. So I'm sitting here coughing and choking and everything. And I'm like, come on, man, not before we start this. So, but I'm good now. I'm good. I think the meds are kicking in. Welcome, Daryl. How are you, sir? Hey, doing pretty good, Mark. Glad to be here, everybody. Just blessings. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we missed you the last time because you were sick. COVID is still around people. Yes, it's still people still getting sick for COVID. I think it's going to be COVID, flu, colds, everything else together. So I'm glad you're back, bro. Thank you so much. Glad to you're be welcome. here. Yes, thank you. Welcome, you're welcome. And Mr. Smith, James Smith, you're rolling solo today. Yeah, man, feels kind of strange. I hope I don't say anything <laughs> to get me in trouble. This Valentine's Day weekend. <laughs> you better not say anything to get yourself in trouble. Look, That's right. It is Valentine's I, Day weekend. And, and birth, her birthday and Valentine's Day, so. James, you got to be, you walking on some thin eggshells right now. So you got to be careful. You actually on rice paper. Be careful, bro. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. And to our listeners, we just going to have, well, thank you for being here. First of all, uh, to my panel and for our listeners, thank you for being here. We're going to have some open discussion, open dialogue. We may have a few other people join us. If they do, we welcome them to the show and jump into the conversation with them. Um, we know it's Valentine's Day. It's right around the corner and everybody's getting excited. Uh, Walmart, Target, everybody had their displays up back in Christmas. You know, it's like, wow, Christmas is over. Valentine's is here. And we know it's the time where 
you know, some people are excited. Some people are not. Some people don't like Valentine's Day. It's a reminder of what they don't have, what they used to have. But there are some people that see it as an opportunity to be hopeful. You know, maybe they'll find the love that they want or get the love they need. And if they're not celebrating this year, maybe next year. But what I want us to do as a panel is just kind of have some open discussion about uh, relationships and attraction and different things like that. Um, I'm not going to give it all away for, for our listeners, but let's go ahead and start off. And it doesn't matter who wants to go first, but let's talk about attraction. You know, we are people that are attracted to people. Let's be real. We see somebody, ooh, they look good. Ooh, ooh. you know, we do that. Everybody likes a nice looking person. What is it that attracts you to someone once you can get past how nice they look or smell or dress? Well, okay, well, I tell you. James, um, hold on, James. Don't get yourself in trouble. Let's say what attracted you to your wife. (laughs) Look, look, Mark, Mark, listen, man. In the last 25 years, whatever I haven't done, I can't mess up this bad. Right. But I tell you, um, uh, I think uh, when you get past the looks, for me personally, because y- y'all know me, y'all, y'all go back now over 30 years. Yeah. Um, they have to be intelligent, intelligent, of course, have to be able to have a conversation. I got to be able to sit down and talk to you about things. Um, we have to have the same passions. Uh, um, so, uh, like the same things. Well, not like the same thing, but be able to have a conversation. That's the most thing. And have the same goals. If we can do that, we'll be fine. Yeah. Then Absolutely. the kids come. <laughs> then the kids come. There we go. <laughs> well, some of us get things out of order, but we're not going to get into that one. Um, All right. <laughs> um, I, and I'm going to jump in real quick, and then we'll go to Amelia and uh, Daryl. But, um, I think for myself, you know, yes, the attraction is always in the forefront, but I try to dig deeper than that. Like you said, the conversation, I'm a conversation person. If you can't talk to me, we can't get any further than that. You have to have a conversation and it's okay to be silly. I'm a silly person at times, but there are times to be serious. Let's talk about your goals, dreams. Like you said, James, you know, um, some of those things have to match. They're not always going to match, you know, but I think we have to be on the same track, at least aligned in the same way to a certain extent. Um, I think sometimes, you know, your religious views, you know, have to align. Um, Even the politics nowadays, because that can be very testy. Some people can get past that, but then when the political season really ramps up, now you have an argument because that becomes an issue. But for me, you have to be able to talk to me. You have to have a conversation with, with me. I don't care how fine you are. I don't care what assets you have, you know, plow, plow, none of that matters. If you can't have a simple conversation, get to know me as I'm trying to get to know you and not superficial stuff. Cause I'm just saying, I think sometimes we start with where you work, what kind of job you got, you know, we're trying to figure out what, what, you know, monetarily, what can you bring to the table? I, and I think when I look back at COVID, at one point in life, none of that mattered because some people didn't have any of that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like I want to know that if we decide to take this thing further, I can rely on you and you can rely on me at my best and at my worst. And that's a hard thing this in these days. But anyway, I'm gonna be quiet and I'm gonna pass it on and then we're gonna go back around. Uh Millie or D, 
Let's go to Millie. We haven't heard from the lady. Yes. Um, I agree with a couple of things that you and um James had said. Um, but he has to be God fearing. He has to be God fearing. Um, and a good conversation, you know, good conversation. I can have a good conversation with. Um, when I was younger, of course, my list was longer. You know, we young girls, teens, you talk to your girlfriend, you gotta have this, you gotta be cute, you gotta be on a basketball team, blah, blah, blah. But but as we get older, my list got shorter. Right, right. Because I really look in debt deep, like this is what I really want in my in my mate, you know. Um but you know, honestly, political reviews, we don't have to be on the same because you got people that's married, they not they have different yeah, ones yeah. Republican, one is a Democrat. That's not important. But God fearing, that's important. And somebody I know who's gonna stick by me when the times are low. Right. Because I'm not always gonna be smiling high, like you said, I'm gonna be there for him and he's gonna be there for me. You know, somebody who you know that you can trust. Right, right. Trust your deepest business too. I mean, I know you talk, you know, I talk to my girls and stuff, but you know, you just want that, you want that person that you know you can trust and that's gonna be there for you. And to me, that's really important. That's Absolutely. really important. Yeah. Attraction is not really attraction. And you know what? Um when I hear that word attraction, it's like some people say, well, he got to be a little bit attractive, you know, like he got to have all his teeth, but he got to have all this and this and that, you know, but I'm like, and I always say, and I always ask my, my, I talk to my, talk to my girls. I'm like, yeah, but what counts is what's inside. They were like, really, Millie? You know, <laughs> like, right. so it's like, everybody's different. Even my age. All, and I'm just going to say that. Say, he got to have something that I can look at I, the outside. Right. <laughs> something that's going to draw my attention. Now, now let me say this um, for our listeners: we yeah. do. Ha this is an older panel, so all of us are fifty plus. But we're gonna break. We, but we can relate to some of the younger generation and some younger things. So don't feel like, oh, these old folks, they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, yes, we do. We've had experiences. And, we got the fifty for a reason. <laughs> absolutely. And to be honest, I think the older you get some things um don't matter anymore you know i mean let's be honest we're all gonna get gray we get a little wrinkly you know we don't move as fast as we used to we step up we stand up back hurt knee hurt you know we're not like we used to be in our 20s and 30s so we yeah. are looking for something different yeah you know but let's go to daryl let's hear what daryl daryl has on his mind oh wow man i, I just piggyback off of the trio here y'all said some wonderful things um but what attracts me and um i guess in my younger and my older days what attracts me like millie said you know back then it was the the, the cheerleaders the this the that um you know sororities what have you but now and at 52 what attracts me like nothing other is the person's character right right, right. yes yeah. yeah what gets me I'm, I'm looking at the character you might not have all the curves curves are going to fall to straight lines like you say with these wrinkles you know mm -hmm. or you, know, you might get some extra colored curves and, and you, know. <laughs> you know you know doves what used to be doves soon might change into a pigeon you know because <laughs> you know tattoos right 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 you know but what what attracts me is um like that the number one for me is the character but number two 
it's it's crazy because it's conversation like you were saying yeah if we can't converse then i'm at a loss i mean um i love to be able to just sit and you're not forcing conversation it's just flowing freely you can agree to disagree and not have all the the, the clashes as far as argument another biggie for me is uh being equally yoked um religious aspect you know um it's, it's wonderful to have a woman that will at a drop of a dime if you say hey can you pray for me and they do it right um, right that, that's that's millions for me um and um you know i i don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie shallow hell yes but, you know at 52 now i can't be as shallow as i used to be because you know i'm gray i don't move right as, right uh, my you know tendonitis gout all these other things but um you know the biggest thing is like i said the character and and god fearing and and someone like i said that um where i said in our very first podcast the first one i ever did with you mark mm -hmm. um, just the little things that person paying attention right right and um you know and I, if i can say this i since the last podcast i met someone and um just in general conversation, we we are able to talk, and I'm like, "Whoa, we're on the phone at three and four o'clock in the morning, like we ten years old." <laughs> and the conversation, you know, it 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 doesn't. And um, I like to read. I like books, and uh, I like going to. I don't know if y'all have one in different areas, but it's called Ed McKay's. We've got one here in Winston Salem, and they they specialize in books and CDs and things of that nature. And I was just throwing some things out to this young lady and um she said she was going to take me on a date so we started off early on a saturday morning and um we ended daryl daryl yes. hold on for a second all right before you get into that for our listeners we're going to talk about dating now since Daryl went there, we're going to talk about dating because we talk about attraction, you know, and we know what we like to see. We know we like to have that conversation that our whole Joe to see, you know, come and talk to me, you know. And let's be real. I was listening to that song the other day and it dawned on me. Although he knows she's attractive, you know, you listen I'm not going to sing for y'all. But then he says, come and talk to me. Yeah. He didn't say nothing. He's come and talk to me. That's important. We got to talk. Now that we've talked, we had our conversation. Daryl, jump into that date. I want to hear this because if you're listening, he said she asked him out on a date. Fellas, we don't often get that. So let's listen to what happened. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, man, it was it was it was real strange because we had talked about a lot. We we and it's crazy because we actually met online. I never thought I would do the online thing, but I did the little Facebook uh dating app and Hey, hold that thought too. That's gonna come at the end, but keep okay. keep on going. <laughs> Daryl, all up in it. Daryl, Daryl's. Hey, you reading my notes, man? <laughs> well, go ahead. But um, you know, we 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 met on our first date. We met at a mutual place. Um, and she's not, you know, it's it's not a long distance, but it's it's a good distance in between. But we met, and what what touched me is, she said to me, "Do I need to come up a little further for you?" And I was just like, that was big number one. You're gonna do most of the driving. Uh if if you want, I don't mind, Daryl. I don't mind. That's what 
And so then I started to kind of backpedal a little bit because I'm getting kind of scared. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm getting ready to try to put my feelings out there, but I'm scared. But when I met her after talking on the phone to we out the morning, like we kids for three or four weeks and we meet, she was everything that I thought she would be. And so this was early morning and she said, um, just hop in the truck. What, wait a minute, you, you going to drive? I'm used to always driving, you know? Right. And I'm like, you're going to drive and you're not complaining about it. And she drove and I'm not over there like a secondhand driver telling her to watch out because <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I, she can drive. I can relax with this. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're riding and I'm like, where are we going? She said, just, just sit there, just sit there. And we, we get to, Dame's Chicken and Waffles. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay. How, how did you know? What's her number? <laughs> James, James. James. <laughs> uh, all right. Hold, hold on for our listeners. Um, we're going to take a commercial break. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> James, don't get yourself in trouble. He's just joking. He's just joking, Tanya. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it, was, it was great. I mean, just the little girl told us it was going to be an hour, 45 minutes to an hour wait. And so we're sitting outside and there was no dead time. We were just talking, smiling, laughing, looking at people go by. And it was just more beautiful when we got inside to eat. And um, so we left there and she said, on the part two. And I'm like, how did we get to part one? She said, well, you remember a couple of weeks ago, you, you said something about Dame's Chicken and Waffles. You probably didn't think I was paying attention. Wow. And I was like, whoa. And so, you know, I'm acting like I'm a kid. I got the butterflies sitting on the other side riding. Like, you know, she took you back to show you. Yeah. <laughs> she sure did, did she? Yeah. And then we uh, we're riding, and we pull up to the biggest Ed McKay's. We've got a big one here in Winston Salem. Okay. But she pull up to uh, the biggest Ed McKay's I've I've been into, and I'm like, you know, I love books. You know, I love to read. And she said, um, come on, get out the truck. And I'm like, everything that I told her that was important to me, wow. she manifested, you know? So we're in the bookstore and she said, let's go look at the books. I know you want to go look at religious and theological books and things of that nature. She was like, come on, you lead the way. I'm following you. So I'm like, is she going to try to kill me or something? This is this is everything that I that I'm looking for. Right. You know, so I mean, she simply said that what's important to you is important to me. And I'm like, wow. You know, so, you know, I, I, I had always fought against like the internet dating because I'm like, I'm scared of that. You never know who you're gonna get. You never know. But I can just watch her in life. You know, I watch the the type of job she has. Uh, she's she's an administrator. She's she's like the superintendent level of, of school systems, and and just to watch how she takes care of the the employees that are under her, down to you know anybody within that school system, even now to the like the janitors, the care and the empathy empathy that she gives. And then I'm on the backside. You still got some left for me. So, right. you know, it's, it's, it's just, and sometimes, and I ask her, I'm like, this is too good to be true, how, how, you know, but I'm, I'm just going with it because number one, this is the happiest I've been in a while right. in a friendship slash relationship because 
you know, she's got me thinking. And like I said, when she can, I was down and out and I said, I've got this going on and, and I'll be t completely transparent. I'm 52 and I, I wear my emotions on the sleeve. And uh, we were just talking about some real life stuff. And I was telling her some stuff that was going on within my family. And then the tears started falling. And I started to become like ashamed. And she said, you're fine. You're, you're fine. And just, you know, just sat there and hugged me and, and just, you're fine. So, you know, I let my guard down and I'm glad I let my guard down because I'm, I'm so scared. What, what do you want from me? I'm always thinking it's, it's something with it. Right. But with this, this person here, I thank God that our paths have crossed because right now I'm happy. Wow. All right, folks, on the podcast is over. Daryl has wrapped this thing up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not going anywhere yet. <laughs> well, time to go. Man, that's, that's awesome. No, it, it's good for us to hear that because a lot of times, we hear the worst part of dating and relationships. We hear the worst part about meeting somebody, in particular online, and we'll get to some of that later on. Um, but I, I love to hear that, the positives, and knowing that it's okay for ladies, it's okay for y'all to take us out sometimes. We do appreciate it. We're not going to take advantage of you. We do appreciate it. Because a lot of times, you know, as men, and I'm sorry, Millie, this, this particular podcast is dominated by men. We we do enjoy feeling appreciated. Um, and we enjoy being heard. Because, you know, a lot of times we share a lot of things going on in our lives, but we feel like nobody's listening to us. And Daryl, you just showed that this lady has enough interest in you to hear everything you said and, and decided to take you on this journey. And you had no idea it was all your words, you know. And that's so awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, it was. Wow. Um, but let's talk, let's go back and talk about dating, dating a little bit more. Uh, Millie, any, let's talk about a positive dating experience. Nothing bad. We know there's some crumbs out there and some bums, you know, we get it. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent here. Um, I haven't been on a date in a long time, a yes. long time. And just like, um, I'm going by his name, Demo. Mm -hmm. um, I wear <laughs> my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. You know, um, and this is not a negative, and I don't want people to think, you know, this is just this is just happened to me. This is just me. Um, I learned not to wear my heart on my sleeve. I learned not to give in to too too much information because sometimes it can backfire. Right. And there's been times where I have fallen so quickly mm -hmm. that, that person, you know, I didn't receive it back in return, you know. So I kind of like built that wall up. Right. Kind of built that wall up. And, um, you know, for a while, honestly, when it came to men, I was looking at them sideways. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and like I said, I'm being transparent here. Um, like, what do you want? What are you after? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, but I also know that every man is not the same. Because um, I have a friend right now, very nice guy, and um, he's younger than me. He's younger than me. And we met um, when we were going to Springfield College together. It was like a weekend program, accelerator program. We and him was together. Was never interested in him, never looked at him. You know, I used to be the quiet one. I sat in front, you know, took notes and stuff. But he was always like the jokester of the class. Mm -hmm. Here we are, though. So I went in my late 30s, early 40s. And um, he was always making other people laugh. I was like, yeah, he, you know, he blah, blah, blah. 
And this was back in 2008. And, you know, I think it took like six years. We end up meeting up again because I had to go to the college uh, for something. We ended up meeting again. Had to go in the elevator, went to the same place, and we started talking. And, you know, he asked me, you remember me? I'm like, yeah, I remember you. You was the class clown. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. time for you. Don't even go there, you know. Because <laughs> that's how I was. But to this day, um, we talked. We've gone out. Um, you know, he's he's told me how he felt about me even back then. And he said, I know you didn't pay me on mine. I was like, no, I didn't. But you was like the class clown. You was just, you know, I was just focused on getting my degrees and getting out of here. Right. You know, he is... Um, Somebody who's really nice, and um, he is somebody I uh, we're close. We're like more than friends, and he's somebody I can talk to, I can trust to. I can uh, my wall has been let down with him, you know. Yeah. With my, on my sleeve with him, he has um, told me some personal stuff, you know, and it's just like that um, with us. But um, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I also looked at his age. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you don't know about that, and you know. <laughs> You know, <laughs> to get real, you know, I used to tell him, I said, your mom ain't going to come slash my ties, is she? <laughs> Do I got to, like, put black shades up? I don't want oh, gosh. I, don't know I, live in. I mean, he's not that, he's not that dumb. Right, but, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, I thought about that. But you know what? Um, you know how they say some people have an old soul? Right, right. That's 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 a. He has an old soul, but he's just, he's just a nice, intelligent brother and, um, somebody I can talk to. And, um, he's, um, he's been through some stuff. He's been through some stuff, but, uh, you know, and I said, everybody been through some stuff. Everybody had yeah. their stuff they had to go through. You know what I'm saying? Oh, still going through. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they got to go. And that's right. how he is. And one thing I really liked about him, you know, he had a plan. He had a five year plan stuck with it and he just kept acting. you know what i'm saying so um yeah but sometimes it, it, you know like i said back then years ago when i let that my you know wore my heart on my sleeve and i gave in to too much it backfired right it backfired. right i guess you gotta you gotta wait for that person that right person it it you takes time yeah. it does you just said it, it it takes and it took time so, so yeah can i ask millie a question just a second if it's okay oh yeah go ahead sir Millie, so besides the age difference, uh -huh. that's someone that you you could tie down with, you know, for the ride on out, you know, the, the ride into the sunset. Yeah, I definitely. I do. Wonderful. Wonderful. I do. And actually, it's um, um, I'm the one that's holding it up. You know what I'm saying? Because again, and, and he always tell me, you're always looking at our age difference. He said, I don't look at that. I do not look at that. And he said, what attracted me to him, he said, you're smart and you're intelligent, you're a beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? To, like right. I said, he has an old soul, so we just, we connect that way, but he said, I'm the one that's holding it up, but I am. And I... We'll but the thing is, though, <laughs> you have, you've established that friendship, which is that foundation. You know, a lot of times when we meet somebody, you know, no matter how old we are, right. we we meet that person, we like that person, next thing you know, we're dating. When are we going to become friends? You know, when are we going to establish a, a foundation of friendship? And that's where I'm at. Like anyone I meet, you have to be my friend first. You have to get to know me. And I think some people want to skip that part. You know, when you're trying to tell them who you are as a person, your experiences, they don't want to hear it. 
Mm-mm. When are we going out? When are we going to do this? When it, you know, and then that's when you start, like you say, wearing your heart on your sleeve, and then you start going back into that shell because you start to realize that person really doesn't want to get to know me. They just want to get to me. You know what I'm saying? You said, you're, um, right. you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think at at the stage in our lives, you know, we and our James, you're the only one that's married. The rest of us, you know, hopefully one day we'll get there. But it's not a rush to get there because I, I think we just want to have that one person that we can trust, we can share with, we can live out the rest of our lives with. Um and not deal with all the the mess that's out there. You know, it's a lot of mess and people come with mess regardless of what age. Um, and I, I've had a, an experience too um, of meeting someone, I'm trying not to give too much information, uh, but meeting someone that I thought had my best interests at heart only to find out, I feel like I was the, the play toy to make somebody else jealous. Mm. And when I started seeing that, I was like, you know what? Mm-mm. I'm backing away, you know. And and we don't speak to this day because I, I I saw it, I recognize it, and I'm like, don't use me, you know. If you don't see me, and this is the way I see it: if I can't see a future with you, or if you don't see a future with me, we don't need to be together. We could be cordial, mm-hmm. we could be associates. Um, if you say you want to be my best friend or be my friend, be my friend, yeah. you know, and um, but I think you and that gentleman on, on the right track and don't rush yourself because the worst thing I think any of us could do is to rush into a marriage with somebody and you end up hating that person because that's not what you want. Right. You know, take your time. And when you when the time is right for you, it'll happen. You don't need to have a big old wedding and all this stuff. Y'all just y'all do your thing, whatever y'all want to do. You know what? I, you know what? I, I'm not. You just said it. I'm not rushing into that. And a lot of, it, I know we are going um, different directions, but I noticed. I know a lot of women who have gotten married. They're, they're getting up there in the age, so they feel like they got to mm-hmm. rush down the aisle and get married. Right, right. Because no. got, they've never been married. They feel like they got to rush down the aisle and get married. No, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Millie. Uh huh. Millie, um, I would be so taken back. If I don't get to participate in the event like Usher or, or something, <laughs> at least see it virtual. <laughs> you, you, you have an invitation, Demo. You have an invitation. Let, wait, let, let's wait a minute. Let's hope I don't have a walker going down. Oh, well, if you do, hey, that's right. You still gonna that's go? Okay. Or if we get you one of those electric chairs or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you be good. We'll still make it happen, and we're all gonna be there with our walkers and chairs. You know. <laughs> I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> hey, and you fall. We're gonna have it right there. We're gonna have. We're gonna sit you up. We're gonna keep on going. But, but no. But 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 on the real, you know, like everyone. I, let's be honest. As much as we, I think marriage is the one thing we fear because we hear or see the worst parts of it. Like you said, you get at a certain age and you, oh man, I gotta get married. I gotta get married. But are you in love with that person? Or are you in love with the idea of being married? That's the difference. You know, I'm sorry. I don't want to get in. I don't want to get married to anyone I don't love. You know, I'm sorry. Love has to be there. And not like, we like a lot of people. You know, no, I don't want to get married for like. I want to get married for love. Because 
you know, I can see this woman as my future, the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. We we are there for each other. Mm -hmm. And and friends, let me let me let me talk about that real quick. James, we're gonna get to you, man. Don't don't feel like uh, we're gonna get to you real quick. I'm stuck, I'm thinking I'm good. Um friends, I know I hear a lot of people say, I want my husband or my wife to be my best friend. But then you skip your best friend. You got your husband and wife that you marry, but then your best friend is here that you tell everything, you do everything with, you run to them when you cry and you hurt and all this stuff. You share everything with them, but that's the person you don't want to marry. You end up marrying a stranger and you get divorced. And then you still run back to your best friend and tell your best friend all your business. It's like, no. Messing up your best friend marriage. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Go, you know, I, I, I'm like, if you want your spouse to be your best friend, put your eyes on your best friend because that person is there for you. I mean, be honest. And 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 sometimes we are attracted to our best friends, but we try to, eh, that's my friend. Eh, we don't want to touch, you know, but that could be the person for you mm-hmm. and there for you. And, it, and if that's your friend, they've been there for you all this time, probably just waiting like, hey, I'm over here. You don't see me. Mm-hmm. But and I, and I never understood that about us as people, how we can have somebody in our face. We know that person is in love with us. They like us, whatever. But we look at the stranger way over there and go after the stranger and get our heart broken. Like, why did we do that to ourselves? James Smith, I know you got something to say, bro. Man, look, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just taking it all in. But uh I know you were talking about like the, the dating aspect. And um, I tell you that um, like with me and Tanya, people don't realize, you know, when you're raising children, you don't realize how much time you actually put into getting your children off to a point that's self-sufficient. Right. And our, um, we had three and the last one graduated from college and we moved over to Tennessee. And I think we mentioned we came back to the house mm-hmm. and we looked at each other and we say, hold up. I forgot who this person was. We've been spending so much time raising yep. these kids. So we had to get back and get back to the old time when we just went up, went to Blockbuster City. Now, I know about that. <laughs> went to Blockbuster, got a pizza, wine cooler, and love Jones. Right. And that was the Friday night, you know? So um, getting back to those things as far as dating. And I know with um, when you've been with the same person for such a long time, you gotta be careful because sometimes things get make get a little stale, a little stagnant sometimes. Right, right. So those little things sitting down randomly going out to eat, going out to do little things that you used to do. Um, as far as dating, I wouldn't even I would be totally lost today mm-hmm. if I had to mm-hmm. go out and date. Because the last time I dated, the date was going to Blockbuster, going to a movie. I know, Daryl, you said you talk on the phone. These people don't talk no more. They text all the time. <laughs> Matter of fact, we didn't, we didn't have internet with you yeah. during your last so, date. <laughs> so, so, so I would be lost because I'm the person right. who believes in you go out and you randomly see somebody, you mm-hmm. strike up a conversation, and that's how it goes. Right. Now, by the time you got there, they ask what your name is. They didn't look you up on Facebook, look up your social media, everything. Yep. So, so. So, they, they don't pay the app to find out everything about you. Yeah. They just wrong check. They ain't right. I'm glad he said that because even though this person, my friend, even though I think she's great, she looked me up. <laughs> well, 
We're going to LinkedIn. We're going to LinkedIn and make sure you yeah. have a job. <laughs> right. And, you know, you know, let's 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 go there real quick and then we're going to come back to something else let's go there the day the day and age of technology because i i tried the online dating thing too it did not work for me it does not work for me like when i see i see the pictures i'm like you know that's a filter. They ain't really you. <laughs> you know, or that angle. You all you see is like the elbow and the side of the face and all that. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> and I get it. You know, we come with our we come with our best sides that we want to show people, and I get that. And then I read people's profiles, and I'm like, everybody talking about you know, I, I want a, a long term relationship and all that. And I'm like, but nobody wants the friendship. Everybody want to go to the long term in marriage, and I'm like. You got to start from the ground, man. Come on. You know, you can't build a house in the air and expect it to last. You know, it's going to fall. But I, I just, when it comes to internet dating, online dating, I'm, I'm, I'm like that. If I see somebody, I'm like, okay, let me let me go search a little further. Let me see Instagram. What do you want Instagram? Let me see Facebook, you know, to make sure they are real. Because I, I don't I don't trust half the pictures out there. And, and then some of the some of the stuff people post, I'm like, you really put that up there? You, you put that seriously? Like, delete. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 I remember, man. Like I said, like I said, um, we're fifty, man. But I remember a time when a little when you were kind of dignified, you know? Right. We, right. When you went out, you made sure your teeth was brushed. You had the urinal. You made sure everything was straight. You know? Right. Right. You were, you would click 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 clean clean. Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, James, you said something. Let's let's talk about this a little bit too. You said traditional, like you didn't do the online dating, and you're right. When we wanted to date somebody back in our younger days, you had to be in that place where you would see somebody that you want to date, and those places were very limited. <laughs> Most times, it was a college campus because we were young yeah. people. Like you said, Blockbusters was the club, basically. Yeah. So if you want to find somebody, you might run into somebody in the outlet Blockbusters. Barnes and Noble. Um, Bar- Bar- yes, <laughs> all the bookstores, Everett McKay's, Barnes and Noble, Books and Millions. You just go in there, got, get, grab a book, you might see somebody. Um, of course, they always said church, but my yeah. church ain't had nobody. My church, no. Um, but Or festival or something. And I, those things are still there. But Rarely do I hear somebody say, "I met somebody at um, Bar- I was going to say Blockbusters. Nobody's meeting at Blockbusters anymore at Barnes and Nobles. Very rarely do I hear that. That might be a setup date. We met yeah. virtually, but then we went to Barnes and Nobles to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Starbucks to have a conversation. You know, um, those things happen. And, but how do you? How do we get past all that? How do we get past the virtual the versus traditional to actually meeting someone to date? I guess if if you like in our age, you know, it's it's hard to meet somebody new, I feel. Um, or sometimes we tend to have people that have been in our lives for so long, we kind of look back, hey, you know, you want to go get something to eat or out to drink or whatever. Next thing you know, you might kick up a conversation and you realize you have mutual interests. Younger people, I think, might have more avenues to meet people. Um, yeah. 
for the simple fact there's so many dating apps, dating sites um, that they know how to maneuver and use, but but they don't do it like us. They don't talk like they did. But you but you know, Mark, you know you know they do have um, what is that uh, dating apps for people like fifty and over? I know silver singles. I got I I, I had that come through my what? Facebook feed. What? Like what? Wait, I turn I turn fifty. I'm like no, no, I'm good. Like silver singles. I'm like. No, why are you still? Listen, I went on there and you got people on there, uh, mid forties and stuff like. So it's not, it's not really for people fifty and over. Yeah, but I would go to uh, the um, internet thing and I just, you know, I didn't have no luck with it, so I just, I just let that go. Yeah. I just let that go. Was, but you know what? I'm, at, I'm sorry. But one thing I want to tell you is, like you said in your profile, you know. First, one of the first things I'm being transparent here. One of the things I said, I said I'm a plus size woman. I always put that in there, and right. I said if this is, if this don't interest you, you know, <laughs> go to the next one. Right. So I, I'm always honest like that. I always be like that, you know. And you see, you see it in my pictures, you know. So um, I never was like showed an elbow side face, but you do see pictures like right. that, you know. But like that's what I said. I always said I was a plus size woman. I, I put that up front. Well, you have to be honest. That that's yeah. it. You have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, were you gonna say something, Daryl? Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I, when you said the silver, what is it? Silver, whatever. <laughs> silver, silver singles. <laughs> Can he say? Yeah. It? <laughs> I kind of looked at that, Millie, and I was just like, "Well, yeah, you are fifty-two. You're eight years to sixty, so." But I couldn't, I couldn't even, you know, enter the site because you know those little ads at the bottom. It was an incontinent supply ad. You right. Know? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so I was oh, like, uh, and for our listeners, yeah, we're having some fun here. We're having some open, honest conversation. And look, let me say this: it is good for us to laugh. It is good to have fun, you know, and that's what we're doing. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit, um, before we start running out of time. Uh, so we know about the online dating. Let's, let's share some good dating experiences. Um, I have a unique one or unique, you know, maybe not necessarily it was good, but it was different. It was unique. It's something that stands out. Um, this one, I I probably never will forget no matter how old I, I am. Um, it was COVID dating. And I was invited on what I could, what I call a winter nick. It was a picnic in the middle of the winter. Went to the park, had food. Like we, we like seriously cooked food. Like we bought a hot plate and fried some chicken and all this type of stuff. Had hot chocolate. And it was different. I've never had a picnic in the middle of the winter. It was cold. It was 30-something degrees, but we figured if we're in 30-something degree weather, there's very, very little risk of us catching COVID for somebody else. We might get the flu, but, you know, um, and it was it was different. It was creative, and I think that's what's missing in a lot of our relationships. We're not creative enough. We, we do the same old stuff. I like movies, yeah, but something like that, and I ain't gonna lie, we were playing games. We were trying to play Uno and the temperature hit like 20 something degrees. Mm-hmm. We were freezing, but <laughs> but we were trying to have this 
this this date, you know, and, and I thought it was cool. I said, you know, I've never had a winter picnic. I may not go on another one because it was too cold, but it was the sign of our times, you know, because nobody was doing anything at that point because we were all stuck in the house and we felt like it was a great opportunity. And this lady walked past and looked at us like, are y'all really having a picnic right now? Do what we got to do, but mind your business, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and we did. And, and I always would say that's one of the most unique dates I've ever gone on. Um, we we had the tissue because, you know, nose running. I mean, you know, it was cold. We were freezing. And, you know, you go to say something, you got the little puff of smoke, you know, nobody smoked cigarettes. We just had the, it was so cold outside. Um, and And it was memorable. And I said, that's one date I would never forget. Whether it led to something further or not, I would never forget it. Um, because it was is out of the norm, and I started calling it the winter nick because I was like, yeah, it's a winter picnic, and and I, and I think back like we were crazy. It was twenty something degrees out there. We were crazy, but that's what we wanted to do. You know, the world stopped, but we didn't want to stop. You know, we yeah. we felt like the opportunity to find love was still there in the time when the world was fearful of everything and everyone. And you know, it, 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 would I go on another one? I don't know yet. I really have to think about it. Yeah. James, let's go to you again. You, you kind of yeah. quiet. Tell me one of those great dates you've been on with your wife that you could share with somebody out there. Because I know people are listening. Like, oh, never had to went to picnic. Now, what you gonna bring, James? Well, uh, I tell you when when I first met Tanya. Like I told you, I think we mentioned that one other podcast. Um, I was out sweeping my porch. I lived in a townhouse in Kenston, and she drove up and introduced herself to me. Right? Oh yeah. And See, then, so she was checking you out from the from the car, and you were on your porch. Look, look, I look. I was on my porch, <laughs> tend to my business. I had a six pack. Okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's still there if you look deep enough. It's down there somewhere. <laughs> oh boy, James, this is fun, y'all. Uh, I never knew you was the cleanup man. <laughs> let me tell you something. Look, I was that was my bachelor pad. That was my bachelor pad. She drove up in a a, a clean black Dodge Avenger, and she stopped, got out, and introduced herself to me. Wow. Right. And we had a little small talk, and I thought that was it. So she must have told somebody that she met me, so I got invited to this set. It was during a hurricane, and so I was living by myself, so it was a set, like a hurricane set. And we were playing spades, and she was my partner, cutting and messing everything up. She <laughs> played spades. Jay, was she like, was watching you for a while. She look, just pulled up. She was watching you for quite some time, bro. But but the key thing is, is that during the conversation, I found out she went to an HBCU, mm. right? I found out, y'all know me, I've been down for the calls for a long time. Right. Boy, she was sister soldier, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was down for the calls, HBCU, man. I was like, I already knew. I already knew. I said, this the one. I called my mama. I said, Ma, I think I found the one. Wow. Right? <laughs> Look, that was, we met in 
July, and we got married that October. <laughs> yeah, it was fast, but was but fast. hey, it, but you know what? If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know. Look, I came back to homecoming. Y'all was like, "Oh, wait, what? what? Jay's married? What? <laughs> when did this happen?" Everybody was like, "Huh." <laughs> but yeah, that's how it goes. So I want to find that for everybody. You know, right, um, right. I mean, that's one of those rare things. It's been 25, 26 years, what have you. Um, it's, it's not been all good, it's been ups and downs and everything, which is 25 years, that's going to happen. But through it all, it's been an awesome marriage, uh, great kids, great young adults now, and we're still going strong. So um, I wouldn't advise marriage some after three months, but after that date, you went from a guy who the, nothing on his mind was marriage. I was still in bachelor mode, but sitting out talking to this woman and listening and the, the, the conversation, um, some conversations we didn't have to have because it was understood because of the backgrounds, knowing that this woman village minded like me talking about how we love move with black folk and stuff. I'm like, man, James, you, you better stop playing. Look, and it, it is one song that describes that James by Babyface. Whip a pill. <laughs> she got you. <laughs> it was look. look, but no, but, but no, but but for real on the real, you know. Yeah, my my mind was gone. Yeah, my mind was gone. Yeah, yeah. My mind, mind my heart. Telling, yeah, my soul. Yeah, your mind was telling you no, huh? <laughs> We're not gonna go there. Oh, uh, yeah. But but seriously, love is something that we can't control. You know, um, when you like yes. somebody and there's that instant connection. You know, yes. it 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 turns into you know we got the infatuation, and then eventually it yes. turns into that love factor. We can't control it, but we fight it. Some of us fight it. Some of us are like Rocky and Apollo Creed. We're boxing and boxing, uh-uh, weaving. I'm not getting falling in love. I'm one. I'm one like that. I, I you know, love is scary. When it's yeah. right, it's right. When it's good, it's good. When it's not, yeah. it can tear your whole life apart. You know, and we want our listeners to know. You know. Um, your story is your story. You know, how yes. soon you fall in love, when you fall in love, who you fall in love with, and how and why. That is all your story that you're going to build, not anyone else's. You know, Millie has a love story. Daryl has one. James, myself, anybody listening, you know, and I can't look at these people and go, nah, they ain't love, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to say this to you, Millie. That gentleman, <laughs> if he is still around, and he has not backed away, no matter how long it takes. And there's a little L in there somewhere, you know, because most men, to be honest, if if you have friends on me after a while, I'm be like, Mm-mm, I'm done. But there's something about you that he says, no, I'll wait till she's ready, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing, you know. You gotta wait till both of you are on the same page and you're ready. And if that person you have in your life, whether it's a friend or a colleague, somebody that you see, if they mean enough to you, you'll wait. You'll wait till they're ready. And you'll know when it's ready. And you'll know when it's time, you know, and you'll make things happen the right way. You know, don't force anybody because as soon as you force somebody, mm-mm, they run it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let, let me. Um... Uh, uh, real quick, Mark. Yes, go ahead, I Millie. Know, I said, um, you have to meet my other brothers. Oh. <laughs> She she got she got yeah, the brothers like um 
No, I'm saying their name is Mark James and Devon. Oh, oh Lord. See, in a biblical, and it, you know, yeah, bring bring them. Hey, bring them on the podcast. Tell them to come on the podcast so we can have a discussion on the air. Look, that <laughs> you know, is what I grew up with four brothers and the only girl. So it's like, right. Yeah. Wow. You know, we got your back. You know, yeah. oh, absolutely. Hey, but you know, let's talk real quick before we wrap things up. And for our listeners, thank you for hanging in there with us and listening. This is just the beginning. And, um, but we're going to end things with some positive words of encouragement for those who are seeking to be in love, wanting to be in love, looking for somebody, or may have somebody that you have eyes on and you don't know how to quite keep those eyes on you. You know, let's kind of share some things that they can do to help them and then we'll wrap things up and then we'll have part two in a couple months so who would like to start there you go james i see you smile let's go oh <laughs> um wow uh i guess right now i guess when people i think when people say fall in love um i think when someone falls they're off balance you know what i'm saying um, I think that it's, uh, I think love, I think it's an intentional process. Um, it's something that can't be rushed. And I know people, you know, here deal with societal pressures, like you said earlier, to, um, the pressure to, to get married or the, or to have the ring or to, um, make sure someone else, with someone else's approval of your lifestyle. Right. But um, at the end of the day, um, when you're with a person, um, you have this one life to live. You want to live it to the fullest. And you don't want to do a wasted time, wasting time, per se. So I'll tell anybody um, with the process, trust the process. Don't rush it. Uh, make sure the person's right for you. Um, if not, you just move on. But nothing's worse than I don't think, I don't think anything is worth uh, wasting time, valuable time with people just going to lead to with scars. Absolutely. So just trust the process. Absolutely. Okay. Daryl, Millie, any of you, then I'll wrap things up. I would I, say, okay. Go ahead, Mill. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Mill. Okay. Um, James laid it out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> honestly, honestly, James laid it out. You know, like you said, trust the process. And um, uh, be open to new things. I just want to put that out there. Be open to new things. And when I say that, I mean, if all these years you've been focused on that one type of man, that cookie cutter man that you've been fantasizing about, whatever, no, let that go. Right. Let that go. Like you said, trust the, Like you said, like you said, trust the process. Yeah. That was a habit I had, but I had to let that go. I was looking for this one particular, this is the type of man I wanted. I had to let that go. Yeah. And my my special friend, he total opposite. Total opposite. So that's all I have to say about that. Thank you for sharing that, Millie. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Daryl Demo. Okay. Um, I agree with everything that each one of you said. Um I think uh the only advice I can give is to um, be careful, be caring, also be cautious, but don't let whatever stagnant bones that you had in your previous relationships destroy 
what yeah. you're in now just because you think there's a lot of red flags that you might see the last person did, but you can't penalize the person that you're with now because of someone else. And I'll speak that from my experience because you may lose actually who you're supposed to be with just because of the fear of going through right. the same thing that you've gone through before because it looks that way. So mm. Millie, when you said be open to new things, that, mm. that that's like pinnacle. I, and that, that, that preached to me, Millie, I just got ordained October 2nd. Congratulations. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> that, that preached to me, Millie, just, just be open to new things because I've right. been so close minded mm -hmm. and too cautious that, I've, I've, I think truly that I've ruined some things, you know, right, right. so now I'm trying to just be open-minded because my friend now, she tells me, okay, you've got too many clothes. And this is just an example. She said, you've got clothes, clothes galore. Every time I'm talking to you, you're, you're folding clothes, moving clothes. You've got clothes in every closet in your house and you're the only one in there besides a dog. She said, it's time for you to get rid of some of that stuff. It's time for you to unpack some of that stuff. Yeah. So that preached to me as well. So I'm asking and letting the, the younger people know and the older ones that may be listening to this, you have to unpack some of that stuff that you're harboring. You have mm, to get rid right. of it because you can't receive anything new if you're holding on to all the old. So I, she helped me to release my hoarding, hoarding quote, you know, right. Not physical hoarding in the house or whatever, but within my life, hoarding all those right. hurt feelings and not being able to love like I used to love. She's helped me to just open my eyes and to love again. So biggest thing is, like I said, um, just be careful, cautious and caring and also have an open mind, like like Millie said. Absolutely. Absolutely. It may have been Darryl, Darryl. Darryl. <laughs> Mark, can I say something? I yes, Millie. What, what you just said, what you just, I wanted, when you were speaking, I ain't trying to get churchy over here, but I wanted to shout. Mm. I wanted to shout. And I said, that's why, that's why I went like that. Because my friend, he was here tonight, but he had to leave. And that's exactly what I was telling him how I felt what happened to me in the past. Mm. And that's why I was like, that's confirmation, right? Yeah. You're going to have me shout over here, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know, let, let me say this. The reason why I wanted to have or continue this mm. relationship discussion because the one thing in life that I feel like a lot of us struggle with are relationships. And we don't talk enough to each other about our experiences. You know, we, we might talk over here to the side and talk over there to the side. But what we're doing in this podcast, we're putting it out to the airwaves. And so somebody's going to hear it and they're going to recognize that. I went through that or oh, I'm going through this and they understand because they're talking about my situation or what I'm, it, what I have experienced or am experiencing now and how I can get through this. Um, when we talk about um, the hurt, because all of us have been through situations where we're trying to heal from the past and we're trying so hard to heal. And, and I often say wounds can heal, but we can't always do it by ourselves. And what I, I, you know, I'm going to bring it to religion. God's going to put somebody in your life that's going to help you heal. You know, because we can't always figure out what's wrong with me. Why am I feeling like this? Why can't I hold a relationship? You know, we ask all these questions, but maybe it's that right person is not there yet. And when that right person comes into your life, they're going to help you see things you've never seen before. 
and you go, wow, it's scary. I'm not going to front. It is scary. When you meet that person who gives you everything you've wanted, you know, in a person, I'm not talking about physically giving you, they're giving you that emotional care, that spiritual care, that, that mental care, you know, it is scary because you go, wow, is this real? You know, I've had a dream about this. You know, I have visions about this, but I didn't know that person was real. Yes, that person is real. And that's somebody you can touch. But that person is put into your life for a reason. You know, I feel like, you know, James, Tanya saw you for a reason. You didn't see her. She saw you first. She recognized you. You know, those connections are there, but we run from them a lot. You know, I'm learning not to run because I would run in a heartbeat. I'm fast. I'm Usain Bolt. <laughs> well, what's that? Love. Ooh. But then I talk about love all the time. I write about it in poetry. At the end of this podcast, for the listeners, stay tuned. I have some poetry that will follow up just for our Valentine's Day discussion. But, you know, we have to be open to love. Love is there. You know, a lot of times we're so close to it because we don't want to get hurt. But not everybody's out to hurt you. There are people out there one person, I'm going to say one person because I don't want to say people because some of y'all feel like y'all can, you know, take all the people. Yeah, I'm going to love everybody. No, no. There's one special person out there for you that's going to love you for the rest of your life. And you have to be open to them, ready for them, waiting for them, and accepting. You have to open your arms and say, okay, I, you got to trust the process, James, right? Got to trust it. That person's there for you. So don't feel like, uh, uh, let me say this before I wrap up. <clears throat> I know it's Valentine's Day and people are going to do a lot of special things for people. But remember, Valentine's Day is only one day. What you do for that person on Valentine's Day, do it for the rest of your life. That's how you're going to keep somebody. Don't do something special today and then tomorrow you forget about them. No, you want to bring the flowers. You can do it anytime you want. A card, anytime you want. Chocolate, candy, whatever. You want to have a romantic, you know, getaway, whatever. You don't have to do it on Valentine's Day. If you do it on Valentine's Day, do it in a couple of weeks. You know, you don't have to take one day to show somebody you love them. Do it every single day. And it is as easy as saying, I love you or hi. I was just thinking about you. Come on, y'all. We can do this. For my panel, I know we didn't have everybody here, but this is the conversation we needed to have. Yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah. Thank you all for being here. Thank James, you. I wish your wife could have been here too, but yeah. still, she gave me that freedom to talk. Just don't get yourself in trouble, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. Uh, Millie, thank you for joining in because this is the one few times we have yeah. the men outnumber the women. Usually it's the women outnumbering the men. And, and thank you for not logging off and be like, mm, no, but guys, I don't want to be a part of this. So yeah. thank you because we needed your input as well. Yes, thank and Daryl, thank you for being here. We missed you last time. You came back. Uh, we're still missing a few other people, you know, because they had things they needed to do. Um, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> for our listeners, thank you for tuning into our relationship podcast. This is part one. We'll have four throughout this year. So this is the first one. Second one, a couple of months. We try to do one every quarter just so we can keep the discussion of relationships alive. And um, we'll try to bring some new aspects as well as some new ideas and thoughts. So you have been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Remember to love someone, love your friend, love your family members, love your coworkers, your enemy, but most of all, look in that mirror 
and tell yourself, I love you because we don't do enough of that. You'll take care. Remember what the world needs is love, sweet love. Peace out to Burt Bacharach who passed away. We'll take care. You are listening to Living Life and Love with your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. BitFriends Podcast is sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. Don't hang up just yet. There's more to come. when a stranger touches you with the gaze in their eyes. It's the yearning of a conversation long overdue. It's the smile that is exchanged as they walk past you. It's the moment when two bodies exert infinite energy as you sit across from one another. In those moments, you know love is real. Although it's not tangible, you can feel its presence as easily as you can feel the breath of the person sitting next to you. For all the moments in life that you've had doubt, someone appears to remind you that you're ready to heal. In those small moments of life, you are reminded that love is real. I'll stay awake until the day comes. I'll stay awake. Until the day comes, I'll stay awake. Until the day comes, I'll stay awake. Until the day comes, I'll stay awake. Until the day comes.
calling my name. It's a sweet melody that glides over the airways. It reverberates in my soul. My heart smiles when it hears from you. Your whispers bring out the hidden magical experience of love. Love is such a powerful emotion. Love courses through my veins as easily as the flowing stream. I've waited for the breathless moments in time to feel this type of agape love. The pressure of restricted movements of loving someone grabs hold of my faith. With each passing year, I feel its grip getting tighter, squeezing the essence of a love fulfilled out of my thoughts. It leaves me emotionless and secluded. I can't allow loneliness to win the war because the battle is not over. I still have time to react, to change my pathway I'm on. I need to focus on what I need, what I have, and who I desire. I see you as my future, my future partner, my future helpmate, my future wife. What's empty today can be refilled tomorrow. This is the time to present to the world our best love story. We are the main cast in a role fit for only the two of us. So when you whisper to me at night in your dreams, know that I hear you. Even right now as I type this sentence, I hear you calling my name. I've called your name too, my love. about us 
absolutely none. I looked into your eyes and witnessed that you are the one.